0: They keep trying to divide us. America looking like communist China. Got us arguing over election results and if boys have vaginas. And the healthcare system making people so broke they can pay those bills. They don't even care if you sick no more. Long as you got money, you should take those pills. <laughs> It's one of them days that I don't give a I don't give a fuck. It's one of them days that I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it Save it for a rainy day, we gon' make it either way. Ten roof. No shoes, that's the shit I come from. Reason why I hustle, cuz that's the shit I run from. <laughs> Get no, in. Me wants to ride on. <laughs> it Welcome, everyone, to the Blind Shot Podcast. This is an attempt, by the host and others, to educate the general public on the actual difficulties faced in day-to-day life by people with disabilities. This show will cover a vast array of topics, diving deep into the issues that most people won't cover. As the show grows, the quality will improve over time, and we beg you to bear with us as this show is completely value for value. Be sure to check out the links in the description for each show to find further information published to the website or to find ways to support the show. That being said, let's get on with the content. All right, everybody. There's some noise in the background. I apologize for that. But at this particular moment, there's not a whole lot I can do about it. This is the best equipment that I have at the moment. So it's one of the things I want to talk about in this podcast is... If you guys enjoy this show and you want to see it stay around or you want to see it better in quality, what's made off this show, I plan on putting back into it as much as I possibly can. So if you guys help me out, I plan on making it better. I have some ideas where I'd like this to go, some things I'd like to do, but that's for a different episode right now. Let's get into the main topic of today. One of the big issues that I feel that people with a disability have to deal with, that a lot of people don't consider is the fact that, well, me living blind. And I'm going to use that word interchangeably a lot. Uh, I will describe my vision in a later episode. That That's not anything that bothers me, but for lack of a better word, call me blind because legally by law I am. I have some sight, I can see the maneuver a little bit. We'll get deeper into that in another thing, but for all intents and purposes... <clears throat> I can't drive a car, I can't read regular print without magnification and technology. Um, I mean, certain things I can't do without assistance. Okay, so I will call myself blind occasionally. The blind community will yell at me about that some, but tough. It's just simple. So the topic on my mind today is time is the one thing that I think people completely overlook is the fact that no matter what I'm doing in life, no matter how successful I am in life, no matter how much of a failure I am in life, because of my disability, my time, the one thing that no one in life can ever give me more of or ever give me back is not my own and never will be because it can't. Whether that involves me having to sit around and wait on an Uber, cab, or other form of transportation, which, depending on your economic level, can range from 5 or 10 minutes of inconvenience to hours of sitting around waiting for people. So I'll give you a couple of minor examples here. One great example, a friend of mine was going to take me to Walmart to return something the other day. I bought online and arrived broken, so I actually had to go to the store. Now, he wasn't charging me anything. He's a friend. He's trying to help me out. And I tend to do things different because I've lived this life for 30 years. And I understand that nobody's going to jump for me when I ask. It's when they get around to it. Which is fine, I guess. Here's where it's inconvenient. I contact him on a... Tuesday and mention it, like, hey, dude, I got a month, so whatever, no big deal, just when you can, if you can, I need to get over here and drop this off, get a message back, yeah, I can do it Saturday, probably in the afternoon, okay, fine, so I go about my life for the rest of the week, and all about Friday, I get a text message, oh, hey, yeah, you, you're this guy, right? So-and-so from over here. Yeah, that's me. Oh, okay. I had you confused with somebody else, man. Hey, I'm actually over at the apartment complex today doing something. So, uh, as soon as I get that done... I'll stop by and knock on your door or whatever and run you over to Walmart and drop that off. I gotta go over that way to pick up propane. Okay, cool. Although, I wasn't planning on going out on Friday, so... Let me go get ready. And he says, okay, well, it'll probably be, you know, 10, 1030. Okay. So I'm ready at 9, 9 915. And I sit here. uh, Until noon. At noon, I just send a text message, hey man, I figure you got busy with your job or whatever, are we still gonna do this today or tomorrow or, you know, another random day, whatever, just what's up, ah uh, yeah I, I have to wait on the mailman to do what I need to do here today, so I, he's not here yet, I'm still waiting, okay, no problem, that's cool go back to sitting around doing nothing, until literally at 2.30, I hear his truck pull up in front of my apartment and hear him blow the horn Which was actually him locking the door He was getting out of the truck But yeah he was pulling up and locking the door So That was basically I sat around all day To go to Walmart for something that I ended up Not being able to return anyway Because they had an issue with it And I had to deal with it over the telephone So For the purpose of nothing I wasted a day of my life Another way my time is not my own is if I have to go to a doctor's appointment. Yeah, sure, the state will offer me some sort of paid transit that I have to be ready for an hour to an hour and a half before it's supposed to get here. All has to be scheduled days in advance, at least one. You know, then God only knows how long you're going to be there because, well, (laughs) you might get there an hour early. Sit there until the time of your appointment, and then they want to pick you up five minutes after your appointment time. That never works. I've had that happen to me before in life. Plenty. Which is an issue, because if you don't get on that bus, you can't just call and schedule another trip. So you have to figure that out. And a lot of times, that means rescheduling. Because the doctor can't see you in five minutes, they can't move you up an hour, but... Transit says, oh, well, we couldn't get you there right on time, so we got you there an hour early, but you said you only needed to be there an hour, so... Right, but I needed to be there an hour from my appointment time. Duh. Nobody thinks. They just push the button. So that one's rather annoying. And the biggest one to me, I think, that's annoying is everybody says, oh, well, yeah, but you get so much. You don't, you know, you can qualify for this service or that service or this program or that program right so i'm gonna walk you through the state of kansas and what applying for uh, i don't even know what it's called here vocational rehabilitation service sorry i had to look at that one uh vocational rehabilitation service here is actually ran through the department of child welfare which or sorry department of children and families I, it's kind of like DSS, so I guess it's the same thing. Uh, kind of like Department of Social Services. So, um lady is decent enough that I got to deal with. I, I actually went through three um, from the time of reaching out to them to want to deal with them. Now, they help me do things like find employment, figure out... Well, they don't really do anything with housing... Um, employment, education, independent living. So those are the main things they'll help with. The independent living, I got under control. I've been living with this disability on my own since I was, well, not on my own since I was three, but with the disability since I was three on my own, approximately since I was 18, 19. So I'm good on that one. The job stuff, there are certain things they can do that help me. There's other things that they won't. Help me do whatever we'll talk about that in a different episode here's my problem I reached out to them on I believe I want to say it was the beginning of December 2022 it may have been the end of December 2022 I'd have to go look back through my email that's not all that important let's just say it was January 1st okay They require me now to go get a new eye exam because mine's more than two years old, even though my condition's 34 years old and I have multiple documents that say it will never change. But that doesn't matter. They need records less than a year old. So they're paying for me to go get an eye exam. Well, that's great. Thanks for paying for it because I don't have the money and can't and you require it. So obviously you pay for it. Okay, well then let's step in the next twist. Oh, the eye doctor that I have to go see because she's the only low vision specialist in the city is in the 105 doctor's offices that's unreachable by public transportation. How ironic. It's almost as if they don't want you to be able to get there. Now, that one's not the state's fault. That's actually the eye care place there. By the way, that's Green Vision out here in Wichita, Kansas. Go ahead and look them up. Yeah, I'll put names out. That's the plan. I won't do people as much. But organizations, oh, hell yeah. So, then let's, uh, the mayhem ensues, okay? I, I talk to those people. They say, oh, we have an appointment at the end of the week. Here, here's the address, and you can just set this up, and we'll talk to them about billing and whatever. Oh, wait. Hey, guys, hold on. No, that's not going to work. I can't get there on the bus. So, I don't know how to get there. And contacting OVR, the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, contacting them multiple times led to no response. So, nope, can't take the appointment at the end of the week. I'll get back to you as soon as I figure out the transportation. Sorry to waste your time. Okay. They make me call to set up this appointment, which is really, really dumb, because I'm not the one that's getting billed for it. They are. I'm not the one who's handling transportation. They are. But yet I'm the one who has to play go-between. I'm not being paid for any of this, mind you. And I'm not receiving any services from these people in the interim. So, I... Long story short, have been working on that for... Well, three months. Uh, As of now, I am one week away from my scheduled appointment. And the latest contact I've heard from OVR was them verifying the information last week and saying they'd let me know when everything was verified for my rides. And I have less than a week until that appointment, and I've heard nothing from them. So, it's a crapshoot whether or not it works out. Now, where I'm annoyed is... During this process, there were two or three different times where a simple question of uh, via email between me and my caseworker, it was sent multiple times by me within a week, was then promptly ignored for two weeks with no contact, no responses. Again, you're busy. And this is one of the reasons. And the second one is I, I like my paper trials. And guys, I'll publish all my emails from this. Because I, I think it should be. I, I like transparency. So the interesting part to me was I recently got another email from her. And it's funny to me because it's now, I guess, starting to register. Because apparently from exception of application to proof of eligibility... They're restricted by the government to make sure that they don't do exactly what they're doing by putting me off and putting me off and putting me off. So, there's a limit to how much time is allowed to pass, and that limit is 75 days unless I, as the client, am willing to sign the waiver. Now, however, here's the option. If I don't sign the waiver to extend this time period... Well, then I'm denied service, because I, I can't prove my eligibility to their requirements. I've proved them to the U.S. federal government to get Social Security Disability. Uh, and, and again, I, I kind of took a little bit of a tangent here, I apologize. But it all comes back into the same thing, guys. This isn't... I say this is, you know, tell it to you in 10 minutes. This has been a... 15-hour, 20-hour investment in my life that I don't get paid for. I don't get that time back, and I've seen nothing out of it. But it's 15 or 20 hours stretched out over four months, three months. It's kind of ridiculous to me. And people want to know why I get aggravated when things don't get done and when big corporations organizations sorry they're not a corporation they're not there to make money supposedly they all make a lot better salary than i do cuz i make nothing and to me this is the most annoying part about it is, is people i don't think people really get how that works and because of issues that have happened previously in my life i was one of the smart people who In my circle, who is blind, who doesn't necessarily run off all the people they know because I want too much or need too much or expect it, I've just learned to live with it. doesn't mean I have to like it, though. It really doesn't, and I don't. I hate it. I absolutely despise it. If there's one thing about me, I do not like idle time. I'd rather be busy. I'd rather be doing something. Now, a lot of the times, my situation in life means I can't. Excuse me while I drink my coffee. Mm. A lot of times in my life, I have no choice but to sit still and wait on something to happen. It's an adjustment I don't make well. I've had to learn, and I've adapted. Where I see this as a concern with a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of blind people. And, and some other disabled people they tend not to consider the impact that their needs and desires as well have on the ones around them that are their support system. And this one is to all the blind people out there. You have to try and learn to plan a little better because while I complain about being on other people's time, well, guess what? Every time you want your friend to take you to the store, that's you wanting them to be on your time, too. So you have to understand that street does go both ways. And in 9 out of every 10 instances I've seen, uh, usually the sighted person offering the help is more often than not busier than the blind person trying to receive it. So we do have to be willing to give in certain situations. Um now thankfully a lot of that's becoming less necessary now thanks to things like DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, Walmart Plus, Instacart, all that stuff. Hey, that stuff's amazing for us if we can afford it and we'll we'll get into that in probably another episode or two, but um I'm just saying when you have those options available that does help limit how much you need to bug people but uh me personally I I grew up where there was no public transit stuff like that didn't exist yet you know so I had a friend that was nice enough to take me when I needed stuff if he could but what that means is that means that you have to try and plan a little bit so if your friend says he can take you to the store on Thursday Then on Wednesday, you need to sit down and go through the house and figure out what you need for the next, say, two weeks. Don't go shopping for two days, people. Okay, you can't do that when you're us, unless you want to do an Instacart order every two days. Now that you can happily do if you can afford to and have the option. That's great. Now that gives me a little bit of independence on that, but yeah, now I just don't have the money because now I'm really poor because yeah, disability doesn't go up much very often so so again while it is a two-way street it is something that I don't think a lot of people consider when they look at some of the issues faced by the disabled community and some of it is put upon ourselves some of it we do to ourselves we should stop that and we should try to do better with that I've also had employers fuss because I'll walk in the door five minutes late because my only other option is to show up an hour and a half early because that's the way public transit works. And I've approached them and offered to make arrangements with them. Can we make an accommodation for this? Can, can we work around this? No, you're paid to be here at this time, be here at this time. Okay, so from then on, anytime I work that job, well, no, I'm not out of the house 8 hours, I'm out of the house 13 or 14. Because it's also the same way going back home. The end of the shift is scheduled in such a way that by the time you walk out the door, yeah, sure, there's a bus that went by just as you opened the door. Because you got to punch the clock when the bus was supposed to be at the bus stop. The bus stop's two blocks away. You still gotta walk a little bit. Or even if it is uh, right at the end of the parking lot. You still gotta get through the building out the door. Across the parking lot and onto a bus. They don't wait. They go by. If you're not standing there, they're gone. Okay, so. Also. There's a lot of times where... For instance, here's a great example, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm forming this in my head to try and make it a coherent thought before I start babbling, but if I leave my house right now and I want to go to the last job that I had, and I want to do it via public transit, okay? There are a few ways that I can do it here, and I'm grateful for that, because in most places I've lived, there's one and only one. Uh, sometimes two, if you're creative. Now, nobody necessarily tells you this stuff you have to kind of be able to figure it out on your own or there may be some help with O&M training and I may look into that here to see what they offer for that I've told them I wouldn't mind some help with the buses in the system and how it works and whether that ever happens I don't know because <laughs> I can't get services yet so by the time I do I'll probably have already figured it out M- moving on if I walk out of my house right now my option is, believe it or not, I can walk two blocks, get on one bus, take that bus, approximately half of its route, and get off of that bus, and be within, say, four blocks of my job, my former job. The problem is it involves one un- Regulated street crossing in the middle of a block over a major intersection to take that bus and do it that way it's not very safe now I don't fault anybody for that because there's a much safer bus route that literally drops me off in the parking lot of this business okay however now that that bus trip that I just described with the walk and everything else I've done that one a few times uh, that one took about 30 minutes give or take not a bad trip okay nothing to complain about i I was perfectly happy with that didn't necessarily like crossing that street but at the time i was doing it during the day it wasn't too horrible okay now if i needed to do it the safe way okay the way that took me to the bus that would take me into the parking lot now i can't i can't go out here and walk that two blocks and get on that bus and be there in third no 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 I have to go out and go the other way out of my house which is a slightly easier walk I guess technically go to the end of my block cross the street get on the bus going downtown which is sort of counterproductive to where I want to go I sort of in the right direction vaguely and then I have to go downtown get off of that bus, transfer to a different bus, get on that bus, take it eight blocks, nine blocks past where I want to go before I go south far enough, farther enough. And then it comes back around and comes up to where I'm going and pulls into the parking lot of that business, drops me off. That whole trip is an hour and 24 minutes, I believe. And that's as long as you make that connector in the middle because most of the time they're scheduled within three minutes and because of shifts during the day of bus schedules and and whatever's happened on the road and traffic and stuff yeah that it never works so you get into transit and oh your bus left a minute and a half ago and now you have to wait an hour for it because the next one's not for 50 minutes have fun that part of uh, of this life is very very difficult to deal with and not lose my mind over because i don't know how to make that one any better i literally the best case scenario for me is that i i have an unlimited expenses uber account and i can just hop in uber but you know what that's not even perfect because there are a lot of times that's not available i they're crowded they're busy whatever it's still the best option I have. now. Financially, it's never an option for me. I don't take Uber right now. I, I can't afford Uber. So, So I, I honestly, guys, I think I've rambled on enough about time. And I, I know time is important to every one of us out here. At least for the most part, yours is your own. How difficult is it? For you on the way home to stop and grab milk because you forgot it and you ran out. It's a major life-changing event in my life. Because I usually can't. And if I can, it's very inconvenient and adds an hour and a half to my trip most of the time. So. My time is never my own, never has been, and probably never will be. So, if you guys want to hear more about the true life of living with a disability. Predominantly a vision loss disability. Stay tuned to this podcast. If you want it to sound better, if you want it to get better, help us out. Uh, There's a PayPal link. I've forgive me that the paypal looks a little weird it's a very old business and paypal doesn't allow you to change business names and i'd like to just keep using the same account so the imagery all matches you'll know you're in the right place i would appreciate that the Patreon's coming i'm working on that in spurts as i have time right now uh thanks in advance everybody i'd really like to get some decent equipment I'm sorry for the fridge in the background and my coffee maker. I'm literally just recording on my iPhone right now because it's the best sound I can get. So I know this sounds like garbage. I wish it sounded better. But it's what I can afford to do right now. And I feel this all needs to get out. So I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening. And if you can't afford to help us out, that's perfectly fine too. Hey man, share it with somebody. Um, I'm going to put this little tidbit at the end. I should have put it at the beginning. Is this podcast specifically, as long as I run it, will always be what they call the value-for-value value model. If you ever hear a product advertised on this channel, it is not because I was paid for it. It is because it is something I actually use, and I will advertise a lot of shit that a lot of people don't like. Um... And trust me, we're going to get into talking about certain companies and and how they react and deal with people with disabilities and stuff like that. That, That's a big part of this. And I have a lot of things in mind for this. So everybody stay tuned. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I'll get the email address up as well so that maybe you guys can give me some feedback. All right. Till next time, everybody. Take it easy. This is a value-for-value production. If you're getting any value out of this show, or if you're wanting to help us make the production quality better, then please visit any of the links in the show description and head on over to our support page and help us out with your idea of fair value. If financial support isn't your thing, then consider sharing the link to the show. Otherwise, you can always leave us a show review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to help others find the show. We say thanks in advance for your assistance and wish you a good day.